I'm recovering from illness. Oh. So, <laughs> what? Coronavirus. It's the, both, it's, the, it's the best of us. Um, no doubt. All I can tell you is that two weeks ago I was fine. Came to yours for a podcast. Now I'm ill. Oh, don't so, blame me. Just connecting dots here. Don't blame me. <laughs> just following the, following the breadcrumbs. You're not the first person to blame me for passing on a disease. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay, well, let's, let's move swiftly on, shall we? They've got loads to talk about today. We've got the CBA. That's gone out for voting with the uh, the players. Yeah. We've got some trading going on and uh, some contracts being released. There's loads of there's, there's stuff to talk about. What was that? Advert. There's loads of stuff to talk about. And uh, we haven't got Philly Cy, which is a shame because uh, Jason Peters is going to hit free agency. So I'd love to hear his reaction to that. And we haven't got Punk Raider here again. He's... Uh, He's indisposed, but we are still trying to get hold of him before the uh, the draft, and no king either. Um, you think he'd be quite happy about a king being moved across and Trey Turner coming in, but he's not here either to give his uh, reaction to that. We will get hold of him eventually. Oh, I know. You're just left with the A team guys. So <laughs> in the meantime, and Jim. But what we have got, and I'm very happy about this, is we've got. Denver Dave here, mm-hmm. and the perfect person to be talking about the uh, the biggest news, I guess, that happened in free agency. Yeah, uh, and that was that AJ Boye has been traded to the Denver Broncos from the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are going to receive a fourth round pick in exchange for the 28 year old. Although the teams have agreed the deal, the trade can't be processed until the new league year begins on the 18th of March. Though. Yeah, I mean that's that's standard with everything that, that is going to be happening. Um, yeah, no trades can be rectified until the new year. Word is the Broncos intend to honour the remainder of Boye's contract, so he's owed just under thirteen and a half million in two thousand twenty, and thirteen and a half million exactly in twenty twenty one. Boye started all forty three games he played in since joining the Jaguars in twenty seventeen. So you must be quite happy about this. Yeah, very. I mean, um, Chris Harris looks as though he's going to be on the way possibly um, to uh, Kansas City well it depends on if you believe what he says on Twitter there's been yeah, a, back and, Matthew, a yeah. back and forth between him and Tyron Matthew and he said get your people to hit me up um, yeah. cornerback is definitely a need for the Chiefs there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that um, but no I, I mean what Chris Harris does is kind of up to him now so I'm not overly bothered um, we've Move got on with it already yeah I mean it is we've got a replacement mm-hmm. um, we've got Bryce Callahan coming back it'll be interesting to see what happens with him I don't think we can he's a very good player but I don't think we can bank on him being staying healthy for the entire season I mean he's never done that throughout any of his career so far um, the interesting thing is that the fourth rounder that we gave up was part of the trade for Emmanuel Sanders yep so for Sanders we got a third and a fourth um, I don't know which one of our fourth rounders it is and it makes a difference because one of them uh, he's at the top of the uh, fourth round and the other one is at the very, very bottom because of where the 49ers finished. So I'm not sure which one of those two it is. Okay. But we also got a third for Emmanuel Sanders as well. So we've still yes. got that extra third round. You've got like three third round picks, haven't you? Yeah, we've got one from um, Steelers as well. Yeah. That was part of the first round move up that you guys gave us. I think you gave us Yeah, so Devin Bush, that's the last part of that. Yeah. That move round. So yeah. Um, so yeah, no, happy with that. He... Um, the good thing is he, he can cover inside and outside both equally as well. Um, and the contract that we've given him is not guaranteed. So if it doesn't work out or... Well, it says you're going to honour it. No, we're going to honour it in the same way that you're going to honour any contract that you sign. Yeah. It's, it's not fully guaranteed. We can get out of it at the drop of a hat. So that's not too much of a of a bad deal. Um, we had £70 million pounds worth of cap, $70 million worth of cap um, space. Um, that's now come down slightly. I... Um, our entire defensive line is out of contract. 
Um, and I think that's more by design rather than by oh, fault. You've, you've jumped the gun here because obviously we don't talk about talk to each other before this podcast starts. No, you've got twenty seven players hitting free agency this yeah. this off season. Yeah, that's by that's, that's half the team. It's by design. That's, right, that's not by accident. It's by design. All right. Now, of the defensive line, I think there's five or six players who are going out, and the only one who looks like was going to be coming back is Derek Wolf. Now, Derek Wolf's obviously the best defensive lineman that we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelby Harris, I like, but for the amount of money we're going to have to pay him, there's better value out there. Um, and so there's going to be new interior help coming in for us. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And it will be in free agency, but we'll also address it in, as, uh, uh, in the draft as well. We've also got Ron Leary, who has been our right guard for well, forever and a day, really. And yeah. It's, it's been decided that he's not going to be offered a new They've declined either. an 8.4 million option for him. Yeah, 8.4 million for Ron Leary. That's, it's just a bit rich. You can, yeah. you can get better value. That's the thing. Um, the great thing about Ron Leary is the fact he could also play right tackle, which he um, did a couple of times because of um, Juwan James being out injured. So um, it's a loss, and it's it's kind of like when we lost Peko last season. He's not great. Pico. Peko. Pico Joe. Um, it, it was kind of like when we lost him because he's a guy you like and he's a bit of a fan favourite, but ultimately it's not. Demata Pico, not right? Great. Yeah, we're both. We had both. We had both. Of them. There's two brothers. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I think it was the case of you can sign me if you bring my brother along and give him a contract yeah. as well. So he was uh, way down the depth chart. <laughs> no, happy. Okay. We still got a lot of um, cap space. It looks as though we're going to be moving Flacco on. There's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of wiggle room in terms of keeping him on and then signing the players that we need. So we're going to have to get rid of him. Dead cap space is about four or five million, so it's not too much of a big hit. Yeah, it could be worse. Yeah, but a lot of the players who are out of contract are going to be re-signed. For those that don't know about AJ Boye, the former undrafted free agent spent his first four seasons with the Houston Texans before signing in 2017 with the Jags. Uh, he totaled six interceptions and earned his first Pro Bowl selection there. Uh, the Jags signed Boye to a five-year, $67.5 million contract with $26 million guaranteed and a signing bonus of $10 million. Yeah. There were rumours that the Jags had other options on the trade market, but the player preferred Denver. Yes, so that must be the, nice for you. The other part of it as well is forget about all the Pro Bowl bits because that I'm not overly concerned with Pro Bowls as much as anything. Um, he was a second team All Pro in 2017. Um, He's a very decent player. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. And he he was he was a loss when the Texans got rid of him. I yeah. don't know why they they did that because every team he's left so suffering. far has got worse when he's left. And last year the Jags played for a long time with. Him with them with their defense on the field because a lot of the time they were throwing out. No, there's no Boye, no uh, Ramsey, no no so. Boye, no Ramsey. Calais Campbell's probably going to be off. Um, I think we might talk about that later. Um, I mean, again, Calais Campbell is a uh, is a Denver boy. He was born in Denver. Huge Broncos fans. We almost signed him a couple of seasons ago when he left Arizona. Um, and he's an interior defensive lineman. So, I mean, connect yes. the dots. <laughs> that would be amazing. That We're collecting amazing. loads of dots today on this yeah. show, so uh, let's do that. Um, other, yeah, you've mentioned Ron Leary. Uh, you didn't exercise his option, but you did exercise Brandon McManus. Yes, your kicker. That's three million. Well, Brandon McManus was always going to happen simply because he was our representative going to um, CBA. So it was always a case where we, captain, like. we knew we were going to sign him. Right. Um, I mean, he's in the top ten kickers. I, I mean, there was that Maybe period. you always talk about the fact that the Broncos stadium is easiest to kick in. Cause got it, the, is, it is, but again, away, 
how many times do you see Brandon McManus miss normally? I mean, Quite a lot. <laughs> when there was a lot of that, when there was a he's lot hit of and miss. No, he's not. When there was a lot of that period of kickers he missing, he was one of the he's one of the most consistent guys. He's one of the guys who can, was continually converting. Talking about kickers, how about Mason Crosby? He signed a three-year, $12.9 million contract extension with Jesus. Green Bay. I, I put money on it. None of that's guaranteed. I, I would have to put money on well, it. Well, then you don't know Green Bay because yeah. they're suckers for giving long-term players yeah, uh, massive deals. Former Colorado Buffalo kicker. Yeah. Well, there you go. Three years for kicking in Green Bay and he gets basically 13 mil. They could tag him for pretty much less than that. I mean, that's insane. That's Green Bay for you. Yeah. It's loyalty above everything else, including uh, common sense. I mean, it is good to have loyalty. I mean, I say that. They've just, they confirmed in the last day or so that Jimmy Graham is not going to be going back to Green Bay, which I don't necessarily think is too much of a... Too much it was an experiment. It didn't really work, so... Yeah. They need tight, They need a tight end. They There's a really lot of teams do. that need a tight end. Um, yeah, it's true. Eric Ebron, they'd be a good choice for them. He's in free agency. Well, Jordan Reed was released by the Redskins. He cleared 8.5 million in cap space. They're paying him 8 point... Jesus. <laughs> they were paying him that much. Well, he was, he was a great tight end when he wasn't concussed. I mean, that's ever such a short sample size, though. It's like when you, it's like when you watch those adverts for um, like women's cosmetics, and it says 58% of 19 people surveyed agree. Yeah. It's that kind yeah. of thing. That was, His sample size was so small. I was, Dave, was I was dead. lucky enough to see Jordan Reed play live at Wembley when they played against the Bengals. And when he's on the field, he's you unstoppable. It's good that you remember it because you probably don't. Oh, exactly. <laughs> That's harsh. That's harsh, harsh, harsh. Um, other big uh, re-signings. Brandon Dunn, defensive tackle at the Texans. He signed a three-year, 12 million extension. Um, what else have we got here? Danny Amendola signed another one-year, five mil contract with the Lions. Marcel Darius reject uh, declined an option for 2020 at the Jags. That clears 20 million of cap space for the Jags. So, yeah, that will help. It went massively. Marcel well, Darius hasn't been good for at least three years. He's one of those guys who's been overpaid for what he's been achieving, but you always kind of hang on because of what you think he might be able to do if he has a good season. It's he, kind of his Shaq Barrett syndrome. He's either going to be what he was in Denver and slightly underachieving into what his potential was mm. or go into the Bucks and just kicking ass. And I think they held on a little bit too long. But I mean, that's hindsight. Early on in his career, he was a dominant yeah. 4-3 inside defender uh, at Buffalo. But he started to tail off and some team, usually Jacksonville, comes in and picks up a player like that. I mean, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? Uh, Takes the hit. He's, he plays okay, but he's no longer that that every down uh, defender. Mm. And so he was used in sub-packages, and that's the eventual decline of him. I mean, we've seen him every year in London for the last three years, or whatever it is, since he joined Jacksonville. So I've seen the decline in, in Marcel Darius. It's not been good. Um, Jake Ryan, the Jacksonville inside linebacker, also declined a 5.5 million option for 2020. They're clearing house. Yeah. There's also rumours about Nick Foles, obviously. Um, we said, in, I think it was the last podcast where we said yeah. about Nick Foles, and I was saying that they need to put their arm around him and actually we, invest I think in we him. Come, we come at and it from, to be doing the opposite. We come at it from different ends. Are you saying they have to? I'm, I, well, no, they should. I think they should try and make it work, but if it doesn't, move off it. I mean, the thing is. Right now, in this market, there are options available at quarterback. There are options available. Normally, that's not always the case. Yeah, there's a lot of free agency. There's a lot of free up. agency. I mean, 
I, I can name five, six, seven guys who are going to be better than him. Um, and probably going to cost a lot less as well. So I it, I don't know. If, if, they, if they stay with him, well done. That's the right thing to do. Stick with you know where you were. The guy who chose him is no longer there. Tom Coughlin's gone, which tells you it's it sides on it's slightly less likely to happen but i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me and it probably is the right thing to do for them to hold on to him it it just worked so badly last season that it wouldn't surprise me if they moved off yeah and, and as i say i mean even there's there's all the obvious names out there that we've all been hearing but even mariota's out back out there i mean Blake Bortles is back out there there are there are, you see what i'm saying <laughs> and we're, broadly cute, <laughs> wherever these quarterbacks go the the quarterback who is then displaced is available. It's Philip, a domino effect. Yeah, so if Philip Rivers goes to the Colts, then Jacoby Brissett's available. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah. And we're you, waiting for Brady to move somewhere. Not going to happen. Well, to, not, to secure himself somewhere. Brady's all. He, it's kind of like when you're upset with the wife, right? You're upset with the wife because she's not giving you what you want. So you go on Tinder. And all he's do, all he's doing is just having a look what's available. He's going to go back to where he knows. Your wife doesn't listen to this, does she? No. <laughs> no. If she finds out about you going on Tinder every time you're funny, straight up grinder. Oh, hardcore to the bone. I've got no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, your analogy is that he's just messing about. Yeah. So the other thing um, I listen to. This is sad. I'm not, but I'm willing to admit I listen to a lot of local Denver radio. We well, are Denver Dave, so yeah. So um, it's so you're gonna drop some truth bombs on this now. Well, no, this is interesting. So there's a guy who is very much in the know in with the Broncos, right? Um, and during so there's all these rumors coming out about the 49ers. Now, anyone who doesn't know, when you go to the combine, all of the coaches go to the combine. During the day, you go and watch young athletes running around doing drills and yada yada. And it's, it's a networking event. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Then at night, everyone goes out and gets wrecked. That's all they do. That's how it used to be. They, didn't they change the timings up though? Still the same. It's literally still the same. So you go okay. there and you get everyone gets wrecked. And that's all that happens. And the press go. And every, every, anyone who is there who is someone. You can't. If you're a person from the street. You're not just going to be able to walk in. From the street. Yeah, you're not just going to be able to walk in because the bars get closed and it's full of NFL people and blah, blah, blah. Now, the story is that Belichick was talking to someone from NFL.com and the person on um, Denver Radio was overheard a conversation. Okay. It's that conversation where there's a journalist trying to get something from a drunk coach and the coach is just like, well, maybe we'll see. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and something was, Yeah, something was said about, we hear that Brady's talking to the 49ers. He went, yeah, 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 let the, let the 49ers try and sign him because we'll just go and get Garoppolo. And it was tongue-in-cheek, nothing meant by it. That story originated from someone who was also overheard that, and that's where the whole thing's come from. Right. And normally what the, the guy said, I can't remember what his name is, normally what he says is pretty much true. And it's kind of like, if that's where it started, and it, he traced it back as to where it, came back to and it's like well, that's literally the root of the 49ers story that that's all we're hearing at the moment it just needs to be a joke and it's already it is, it's crazy twice. yeah it's, it's insane it's absolutely insane but that's basically all it is it's just people going to get absolutely smashed at the combine that's yeah, and that they already know everything that need, they need to know about the um, uh, the draft inductees and it's just getting to meet them that was all yeah I mean most GMs know not yeah. to not to worry about that stuff. I mean, also, if, if there's a guy... a chance in, to interview the players, at least. If there's a guy in your draft, 
If there's a guy in the draft who you want your team to get and you hear that your team haven't spoken to him, that doesn't mean anything. The Broncos never spoke to Bradley Chubb. It doesn't mean anything. No. So, yeah. Normally, well, the, <laughs> normally the people you speak to is the guys you're not sure on. That's, that's yeah. literally it. Yeah, it's the 50-50s, isn't it? But yeah. Um, let's move on and talk about another player then. We've talked a bit about the Jags, but there's the biggest story that came out for the Jags this week was Yannick Ngokwe. Yeah. Uh, he sent out a tweet a few days ago um, just going to read it. So the Jaguar is aware I have no, I no longer have interest in signing a long-term contract in Jacksonville. Duval, I love you and gave you guys everything I got. I'm thankful for the journey and look forward to continuing my career elsewhere. Yeah. Fairly explicit. Um, standard fare. At least he was paying uh, props to, to Duval County. Um, so that, that was the message from Yannick, obviously engineering a move. Then the Jags come out and uh, look to tag him with the franchise tag. Now, the tag for defensive ends carries approximately a salary of $19.3 million, uh, for next year. But this, well... <laughs> it wouldn't It wouldn't shock me too much if they still this trade This does him. happen. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me too much if they still trade him because it's going to push up his residual value. Um, if you're, if you're going to be trading him and he's on a long deal, you're getting a good first... Uh, sorry, a good second. Yeah. You're probably not going to get a first. A good second, a good high second you'll be expecting to get from him. Um, if they're tagging him, it's exactly what how what happened with the Texans and Clowney. They they tagged Clowney and then traded him to the Seahawks and they got a decent price for him, much higher than they would have got. Yeah. Wouldn't shot me still left because they need to throw up cap room. Well, that, that's the impression most people are getting, aren't they? But yeah. they have made the move in terms of looking to, to lock him up. Uh in the nicest way possible. <laughs> like, it's a handcuffed and lock up. It's not like that. Yeah, it's, not a felony watch. No, he's still a professional footballer. He's still able to walk around. Uh, and Gokwe was a 2017 pro bowler with 12 sacks, six forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries and finished with at least eight sacks in each of his first four seasons since the Jags sacked him in the third round in 2016. Uh, this past season, he forced four fumbles to go with his eight sacks and an interception and a defensive touchdown. And he'll only be 25 years old during this season so whoever does go in for him they're picking up a very solid uh, defensive end and they're going to have to pay him as well because there's not too many defensive ends out there at the moment on free agency so that's probably one reason why he's made the conscious decision that it's time to go no but a a 25 year old that's proven that he can get production you're laughing yeah because as much as you might like some of the um, defensive ends coming out of the draft they ain't guaranteed to work, yep. whereas you know Ngokwe does work at the highest yep. level. So absolutely, sometimes it's worth it. It's a bit like a like we did with Fitzpatrick. You know, yeah. You're moving the first. You use your first round pick. Um, I don't think they'll get a first round pick or anywhere near that for him, just because no. now now they've tagged him as well. It's going to make it harder to get that draft currency for him because you're going to be giving up. Um, well, he was a third rounder as well, but I mean, yeah. obviously in a redraft he wouldn't be. No, I mean that's again that's one of the reasons the Broncos only paid a fourth rounder for AJ Boye because they're guaranteeing a sizable contract. So yeah, it, it wouldn't shock me too much if he moves on um, after being tagged. It's happened numerous times before, um, so yeah, we'll just see what happens with it. Mm. Um, I don't expect him to be in Jacksonville at the start of the season though. I think he'll get moved on. Okay, uh, it's at this point, Dave, that I want to uh, cut to our new. Breaking news jingle music and talking about the Combine. From Indianapolis, this is the Combine Watch Recap 2020. So last week it was the Combine in Indianapolis. Yeah. That was the Combine Watch Recap 2020. <laughs> I mean, 
A couple of the new exercises were a complete waste of time. Yes. Um, I there was a an amazing catch from I think it was Rugs or CD Lamb. Um, CD Lamb, I think. Yeah, was. super duper spinny catch. Um, other than that, not that fast. Um, there is no point in watching the combine. I was, you know, last year was the last time I bothered paying any attention to it. Yeah. It just is like fool's gold. Although, it's not going to show you anything that you don't already know. I think there was an offensive lineman who ran nearly six second forty. So, I mean, that was that was, that was quite interesting. Though. Yeah, some players aren't going to be as good as you thought they were going to be going into it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Go back and watch the, the game tape. Yeah. That's where it really matters. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> that, that was the combine update for 2020. For the whole year. For the whole year. Yeah, we won't do that again um, until next year. So the other move that happened uh, just the last couple of days was that the LA Chargers traded two-time Pro Bowler Russell Okung to the Carolina Panthers for Trey Turner on Wednesday. Uh, he had scratching move for the Panthers. So the Panthers are trading, just to get this out of the way then, the, the Panthers are trading a 26-year-old five-time Pro Bowl guard with two somewhat expensive years left on this deal. It's around eight and a half. Um, and another deal surely coming for a left tackle entering age 33 season with one expensive year left. I think I think them taking someone from the Chargers is incidental. I think this this stinks all about two things. Them wanting to get that cap room off their books and him probably not wanting to be there. I'd put money on that's what it is. He's probably made a fuss and gone, I don't want to be here. I want you to trade me. Mm. And that's all they've done. They just want him off. That, that it has to be what it is. 26-year-old, five-time Pro Bowl guard. It's insane. It's He's insane. one of the captains. Yeah. What else can it be? That's the as soon as I read it, I sort of thought, hang on a minute, that's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit of a strange one. Yeah. He had a pulmonary embolism last year. Easy for you to say. Well, I'm not gonna say it again. <laughs> a pulmonary embolism. I said it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, fairly scary. Yeah. Unlike Russell Kung, really, now in his career. He used to be a shutdown left tackle, but I mean, I used to be ten stone. I mean, I was like, I was six at the time, but it makes no difference. <laughs> we all used to be a lot of things, Jim. Oh, we did. We did. Um, yeah, I've been trying to figure out why this happened. I think I might have a reason. Well, the only way I can see this making sense is that the Panthers' new O-line coach is Pat Meyer. And Pat Meyer worked for the Chargers from 2017 to 2019. So, thinking that it might cynic. be Meyer that was pushing to get his old player back. <laughs> I mean, it's the golden rule of football. Maybe. It is the golden rule of football. Rage your former club. Yeah. It, that literally is true. Everywhere you look, it's the same. So I have absolutely no doubt that that's probably an element of it. Um, but it has to be the player not wanting to be there. And we'll hear more news coming out about that as it goes on. Yeah. Um, he'll put out a tweet or something where he'll just say, I don't want to be there. Or something happens. It's a bit late Someone now, isn't it? Want me. Yeah. So, Can't wait to send up in LA. No, I mean, as I say, I didn't want to be there. That was... Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure. It's, it's a strange thing going on in, in um, Carolina at the moment. There's but it should of... be exciting though, right? You've got a new head coach in Matt Rule. And... Seven-year deal. Yeah. But it looks like... I think he made a good first impression at least. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. It's intriguing because we don't know what they're going to be doing at quarterback. We don't really know what they're going to be doing in the draft because there's holes kind of all over the place. Yeah. They're not elite at receiver anymore. They've lost uh, a few pieces a few years ago and never really replaced them. It's just if you t- if you took McCaffrey out of that team, they're a very very different outfit. And we just again until we know what's happening with Cam, we don't know. I mean, 
most mock drafts because they're picking seventh yeah. this year. Most mock drafts have him going for Isaiah Simmons if yes. he falls that low at linebacker. Isaiah Simmons is my favourite player in the draft. Is he? Yes. I'm, Absolutely. I don't know. I don't want to get too far in the draft talk. No, but. let's let's not. But the only thing is, when you're <laughs> I'm a, not convinced by watching game tape. When him. you're a quarterback, the one thing you have to be aware of is the strong safety. You constantly have to be aware of where's the strong safety, who's playing Will, who's playing Sam. That's what you have to be aware of. Mm. Now, you never know whether he's playing strong safety, free safety, or nickel, because he can play any any of them. He can be even playing pass rush because he's that good. He's a proper, legit, genuine footballer. Which means he hasn't got a, a shutdown place, does he? It also means he doesn't have a ceiling. It's called a tweener. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. All right. All right. He's not my favourite player of the draft. But no, he is. I mean, I'm taking away any quarterbacks because that's a lot of it is theory. Um, but for me, in terms of just genuine football talent, yeah, Simmons. Straight I mean, yeah, he would make sense as a replacement for Luke Keekley. Yeah. He's just retired. Uh, let's talk about some people who got released. Uh, from or declined extensions on their uh, options. So Jarius Wright, wide receiver at Carolina, declined the three million option. Uh, then let's look at the Giants. So they had Kareem Martin, who's an outside linebacker for them. Uh, he's been released. He cleared four point eight million in cap space for them. And Alec Ogletree, inside linebacker, ex Saint as well. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was released, clearing eight point two five in cap space. So they're making some moves there. They weren't ever very good at um, linebacker. Well, no. not, for, not for about 20 years but well again they're, where are they picking in the draft where did, oh, fourth fourth or fifth Simmons is a linebacker it would make sense <laughs> <laughs> I think the Giants are prime candidates to move down um, well they've got three seventh round picks yeah uh, a first a second no third a fourth a fifth a sixth and three seventh yeah they're going to want to plug that hole of third so it wouldn't shock me if they moved down just a couple of places just a few places See what's on the board. Trade down to someone like Chargers, for example. Someone who needs a quarterback but not desperate. Yeah. Um, not, don't move very far. I mean, if it's the Chargers, let's face it, they're not moving very far. Um, <laughs> and, you know, pick up a third, maybe a fourth, love in there, something like that. So it wouldn't shock me if they did do that because there's, there's holes all over the place and they're not losing out by dropping four or five places. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's, I mean, they've lost some very good players. Uh, for recent years on defence Landon Collins Janice Jenkins I mean Eli Apple's a good player pain in the arse but he's a good player um, it's, it's continuous it's, it's the only constant in New York is them losing talent on defence that's the only constant <laughs> not having on offence so yeah it's uh... pipe down we're not going in, we're not going into that again we're not going into that again just fishing just fishing Sir Daniel Jones is alright oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to Chicago the, the fun city uh, Taylor Gabriel was being released. He cleared four point like five million in cap space. Well, yeah, he's a good little slot player. He, I don't think he gets. I don't think he ever, he's ever really had a shot. I know he had. Um, <laughs> well, I know he had the. Was it with the Eagles? I can't remember who it was mm. now. But yeah, he's never. Now really, you're asking. He's never really had. I don't think it was the Eagles. It always strikes me as a guy who probably can produce. There's a couple of games. I think I can't remember if it was at the end of last year, or the beginning of the year, but. Uh, Beginning of last year or the year before, end of the year before, where he had a three or four touchdown game, and I know because I had him in fantasy and he was on my bench and he was you know thirty eight points sitting on my bench. So he, he, I think he's definitely got the talent. Uh, totally decent. I'd say we need a decent slot receiver. I'd probably take him in Denver to be honest. Well, four point five million. 
<laughs> he's on the market. I mean, it's a lot for a slot receiver. Yeah. Um, but to put it into context, same division. What would you rather have for five million quid? Him or Danny Amendola? I know which one I'd probably rather. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Another release by so, the Bears. I, so your defence of Danny Amendola stretched to oh, <laughs> that's how it. much more do you want, Danny? I mean, uh, give me give me something to work I mean, with. That's here. enough. That's enough. Yeah. Uh, another release in in Chicago was Mitch Trubisky. No, sorry, uh, Prince Amukamara. <laughs> He's going to be. I'm in reading Denver. next week's headlines. He's going to be in Denver. Amukamara. Yes. How do you know that? Um, it's more through hope <laughs> than anything. <laughs> Is he that good? He's cleared nine million in cap space for the Bears. Um, he has. He won't be. Cleaning. I mean, to be fair, they've paid him um, and released him. Um, so the option that he had, I was reading something on um, predominantly orange, which is a Broncos website. From oh lord, predominantlyorange.com, <laughs> and they basically cancelled his contract, paid him what they owed him, and got rid. And it was the cheapest way for them to do it. And it freed up dead cap space, so he went on last year's cap expenditure which then gets carried over as a percentage for this one so it right. made sense for them to do that and he was the last time he was very good was not this season the season before which of course Fangio was the defensive coach there so I think there's precedent for him wanting to go back and he could be that option corner between him and Callahan coming in as well as the likes of Will Parks as well just so, playing fantasy football in your head aren't you well you know mark my words 100% it might happen <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen it might happen talking of your words actually Dave that's reminded me yeah LaVisca Chanel yes you better apologise for that boy right One, no, no, no. two weeks after the last pod mm-hmm. you were saying looking forward to seeing him yes where is he now he got injured he's recovering on surgery yes <laughs> what was you on for me he went he had in. a core muscle injury and had to have four weeks surgery yes when, yeah but do you know what that means it's he's your gonna, curse. It's the Denver Dave curse. He's still going to be in the NFL. He's just going to be picked up very late. <laughs> You've cost that more money. I don't care. I don't, I'm not going to see any not. of it. I don't want to see it. I don't care any of it. Um, no, he'll still be in the NFL. I think he's too good not to be. Um, he'll get picked up as a third, maybe fourth. Just saying it's dangerous for NFL players Yeah, for you to mention them. Well, Four teams. Well, honest. let's just hope that Ben Roethlisberger has a fantastic <laughs> season. Shh, 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 and uh, I, re- I really like Mika Fitzpatrick as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've just used up your, your curse for the next few weeks. It's fine. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> I get one, took it all. I get one per episode and it's you Big Ben's not. turn. <laughs> you already mentioned Sir Daniel Jones, so he came in first. Nope. Another big move then is Damon Harrison. Snacks Harrison has been released by the Detroit Lions. He clears just 6.7 million. You think a guy that dominant would uh, command more of a salary, but there you go. Yeah, we'll do on his next signing. And this is going to be a big one for him. Mm. Well, he's running out of time, his Snacks. But good player, and someone's going to need him. I agree. <laughs> someone's definitely going to need him. What would you want yeah. from me? Just, just back me up. <laughs> I did. You're right. I don't know. Um, and one more then. Uh, Everson Griffin, defensive end yes. from the Vikings. This Decli- happened... Declined a three-year option with Minnesota. That clears yeah. 13 million in cap It space. does. And it came, it came one day after our last pod where I mentioned that there may be some, maybe a signing in the backfield to really help that pass rush. Yeah. Um, Help that pass rush. Yeah, that pass rush is somewhat diluted now. But no, he's. I think he's going to be a guy that's going to really... Because as I mentioned, there's not too many defensive ends 
and he's a guy who can who's a legit top defensive end that's available on free agency so he will demand big big wages I mean, even when we move that, I mean, the Vikings have the least amount of cap space yes. out of any team. Yeah. Which is why you were mentioning about Thielen potentially uh, being someone who could be moved off. Yeah. Which wouldn't make sense. But they're probably going to move off Diggs, um, which is the right thing to do. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, without any shadow of a doubt. Uh, okay. So that's that. A couple of things, a couple of players that I want to mention. Go on, um, Dave. It's mostly sort of trade candidates as much as anything. I don't think it's necessarily um, players who are available. So I think, if, I don't know if we literally do it off the fly of our pants. I haven't got a list of players or anything. <laughs> oh, no. But I All just right. want to name, if we take it in terms of naming a player and just see what we reckon. So the first obvious one, um, OBJ. Do mm. you think he'll still be at the Browns? No. If not, where do you think he'll go? Because I agree with you, I don't think he'll be a Brown by the time the season starts although I mean I was thinking about it today and this is the worst timing for the Browns to get rid of OBJ because this draft class is the deepest I've ever seen for wide receiver talent yeah so if you're a team that needs a wide receiver Eagles for example um, Eagles need about six yeah I know but do you take a couple of wide receivers in the draft known even on round three round four round five you can still pick up decent talent Yep. that's new and not going to cost you a fortune or do you pick up OBJ's contract and the guy that openly bitches any chance he gets but let's not forget and his production wasn't great this season either let's he not only forget, scraped though, over a thousand yards he receiving. can be elite he can but it's been years and if you don't have the that's, qu- if that's it, mainly because of injuries though if you haven't got the elite quarterback to throw to he's going to complain about your quarterback yeah. the first chance he gets and anything that's not it's, it's going to be the, the quarterback's fault so I don't know if um, any team's got the patience to deal with OBJ in his contract. Well, if he's not going to, if he's not going to be at the Browns, he's going to be somewhere. <laughs> so just by definition, yeah, not yeah. Going to him. So where? He's not going to leave the realm of no, no, no. reality. So, so where? Where's your? Where's the place where you think? Okay, that's where he's most likely to go, other than the Browns. Where immediately springs to mind? Uh, I'm thinking. I know straight away. West Coast. Yep. Love a headline signing. Just well, move. Not the Rams. Just move City. Oh, the, the Raiders. Mm. That's why. Well, they I, took on Brown, didn't they, last year? So there's no reason why they wouldn't take on yeah. OBJ this time. That was, I mean, for me, that's the one that makes the most sense. And they've got decent cap room as well. They do. They do, but they haven't got a good quarterback there. Maybe. <laughs> OBJ would be moaning about Derek Carr if I he's like, going to be no, start. No, I, I like Derek Carr. I think he's better than people give him credit for. But I don't think he is. It's whether or not he's going to be the quarterback there next season. Well, I doubt it. Maybe. Um, next one. Oh, it would be funny if Cleveland have to sit on him for another year. It would be good. <laughs> they deserve good. him. Um, next one, Antonio Brown. What? Will he, <laughs> will he make his way back to the NFL at all? Will he be in prison by the start of the season? Probably. No, he, might, he might be. He's, he's, uh, going, he's, he's been, he's he's been ripped be, up by Logan Paul now, of all people. You know, he's, well, he's gonna, he's, he's got his career is he's over. He's going to be a professional boxer, apparently. Oh, um, Jesus. But yeah, so hold that space. Yeah, as if the CTE wasn't getting to him already. Is there any way back for Antonio Brown? No. There isn't? No, of course there's not. Even the XFL wouldn't touch him. <laughs> If he wanted to go to the XFL, they would touch they him. They would not touch me. him. Um, 
Next one. Missed last season, Des Bryant. Yeah, you see, he's been working out quite heavily on uh, Twitter, yeah. if nothing else. Well, his... Some uh, good videos. He's but. been training with a lot of the draft guys. Um, so you have um, what they call draft training centers, where a lot of guys go to basically prep up for the draft and to make sure they're fit going into the new season. Yeah. Um, it also helps with practice days and all that kind of stuff as well. And a lot of pros go there just because it's... Free. Got a lot of free time in the zones. Yeah. yeah, and he's going there. And the guy who was coaching him says he looks really sharp. He's very dedicated. As long as he cuts about ten pounds before the start of the season, then he'll be absolutely fine. Which for a guy who's missed essentially two years, that's not a too bad considering where he's been. I'm not sure dedication was the problem for Des. Well, he lost his speed. He's never really had that much speed to start with. He was never a speedy receiver. He was no. always he was a red zone. He was a red zone threat, and that's basically yeah. what he was. But he, he lost any sort of semblance of, of breakaway speed, so he has been a, a possession receiver, good which route he's, he's fairly good at, yeah. and he's a fairly good route runner. But the other thing was the attitude. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that was, that was shown up especially on the all or nothing for the Panther, uh, the Cowboys that they had. Yeah. Um, how much of that's editing, we don't know, but I think it's definitely put some people off. That's all it is. You've got to be a team player, and unfortunately, Des comes across as a bit of a mercenary. So, root back for him in the NFL. We will see him in the NFL again. Maybe, maybe he'll be. Um, some team will probably take a flyer on him. Yeah, as a, a third choice, a third choice wide receiver. Pay as you play deal. Yeah, someone like the Bears or someone might give him a chance. Um, staying with wide receivers, Ashwan Jeffrey. So, eleven and a half million base salary like for Bears. this year. Yeah. Um, you reckon he'll be at the Bears? No, I just talked about the Bears. I was just saying, yes, yeah, interesting you brought around to that. Um, so, Ashron Jeffrey leaving the Eagles almost certainly because um, he didn't fulfil his potential last year. Um, well, no one did. At the Eagles? Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a bit harsh. <laughs> Who did? Who well, did? Maybe Zach Ertz. Well, uh, Dallas got up. Dallas got up. Played okay, yeah. Played, played very well considering he... Considering. Right, that's how we're going to di- um, judge players now, is it? Um, Carson Wentz had a good season, apart from the okay season. diving headbutt that took him out of the game. <laughs> but no, I mean, for Jeffrey, do you see him... He almost considered... We considered almost a goner from the Eagles. He's just earning too much. I think that's the problem. Is so it's, it's the salary cap. Yeah, yeah. they'll cut him. Um, in the same way that Sammy Watkins, who's going to be my next pick... Um, in the same way that Sammy Watkins <laughs> is probably going to get cut, do you see him? He's got to get cut. Where do you see him? Yeah, where do you see him going? Where do you see Watkins and Jeffrey both going? Oh Jesus! Because uh, they're, they're going to be similar types of players. They're going to be guys who are they going to be going as number one receivers, or are they? No, going to be... I think well, the problem for both of them is that they've kind of priced themselves out of the market. Um, Sammy Watkins is the most expensive wide receiver out there, and he's. Although he's a good wide receiver, he's not the best wide receiver in the game. So well, both of these two guys... Have, he needs a salary reset. Yeah, both of these two guys are going to get a salary reset because they're being cut yeah. without that salary. So essentially they're going into a market and they're being leveled out. So just because that's what they're owed now doesn't necessarily mean that's going to... Be, well, it's not that it doesn't necessarily mean they won't be getting what their current deal is. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> they can't. There's, yeah. there's no team that's able to do it apart from maybe the Colts. Um, so let's say the Colts <laughs> the Colts take them both the Colts, Colts take everyone Colts will in need this one free agency them. market any article you read it's just the Colts take everyone because they've got over 100 mil or whatever it is on uh, 80, 80 something I think it is I'm not sure um, the other one the, the last one the last one that's really interesting to me is Trent Williams still 
lingering around that Redskins. Still yeah. lingering with the Redskins. Uh, there was rumours for quite a while that Colts. he was, was going to be <laughs> that he was going to be heading to um, play with the Giants. But the Giants have obviously got Nate Soldier. It's a division rival. Right, so. They're not let him go there. No, at this point, I'm not sure they've got a choice. If I'm honest. Well, no, they don't anymore because obviously he's run down his contract. Yeah. But, but no, it'd be interesting. As I say, there's a few names out there which really we're not sure whether or not they're going to be move. They're going to be moved as free agents. But there's also trade opportunities for people like Andy Dalton, people like Nick Foles, um, Derek Carr, Lev Bell. I mean, all guys. This this could be one of the most interesting off seasons that we've seen. Or nothing could happen. And it's down. That, that's the issue. It's going to be that one big move that's. And it may well be that it's already happened. We just don't know about it yet. <laughs> How about your guy in Denver? Does he know about it? Uh, <laughs> I'll go and listen to local Denver radio and let you know. As we said in the previous previous pod, the free agency market opens on the 18th of March, and that's what we're going to know. Um, well, by that time, we'll have known a lot of the moves that have been made. Um, just about Trent Williams, it was the Browns that tried to get him last season, but the Redskins just decided not to get rid of him so mm. maybe the Browns will come back in for him yeah, well, they've got a, the Browns need help I think they're picking 11 aren't they this year so unless I mean, they move up then they're going to have to hope that there's going to be an offensive lineman sitting there for them at 11 I mean even so even if they're 10 up, sorry they're at 10 even if they pick up someone in the first round on the offensive line typically offensive linemen take more than one season to really adjust unless they're yeah. elite they now, need more than one person on that offensive line. And that's what I was going to say as well. They need more than one. Same with the Bengals. The Bengals need more than one. So expect offensive line to be um, chased down aggressively by uh, both of the two teams in your league, in your uh, conference. Yeah, the Browns have got just over $60 million in cap space already. Yeah. So they can afford to take on someone like Trent Williams and also still go offensive lineman in the first round. Potentially, yeah. Because they can sit behind Williams. Unless Williams just decides to sit down for a year. He's <laughs> right. used to it now. Yeah. Be the first, it's not the first Redskin to sit for a year. Yeah, I mean, it is, it, we're in that position at the moment where we don't really know what's going to be happening with a lot of guys. I mean, again, Cam Newton, is he likely to stay? Is he I hope so. likely to go? I mean, I, I don't want to see Cam Newton leave the Panthers because I think he's just the perfect fit for them. Yeah, I mean, he is the Panthers. He's When we talk about the franchise quarterback, the guy who mm-hmm. is the definition of what that that identity of the franchise there's a few guys who really encompass that so yeah. Rivers uh, the Chargers he's been the Chargers for so long it's difficult to imagine the Chargers with anyone on the centre other than him yeah um, same goes exactly the same for Cam Newton same went for Manning before Jones took over same goes for um, the Steelers with Roethlisberger yeah um, it's, it, they are the franchise quarterbacks they're the face of the franchise well Drew Brees came out and said that he doesn't want to go to another team yeah so it makes perfect he, sense he didn't Drew start Bruce. at the Saints but he wants to finish at the yeah, Saints yeah it makes perfect sense for Breeze Breeze is the Saints right now so he should probably retire mm, to do him a favour give him a year or two <laughs> <laughs> Brady can keep going why not I think he's just well, yeah, but Brady has declined two. every year mm, so he's Breeze I have no issue with Breeze declining That's I'm, I'm perfectly not? okay with that I don't mind I'm not massively keen on the Saints <laughs> if I'm honest <laughs> so you're happy to see him decline yeah why around. not <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, let's move on quickly because I want to talk about the CBA. Yeah. Um, so, this proposed NFL collective bargaining agreement was reportedly completed on Thursday, 
with ballots being sent out to the NFL Players Association for ratification. Uh, ballots went out at 9am Eastern Time on Thursday. Players have exactly one week to vote on whether to accept the proposal. A majority of the NFLPA members must vote in favour for it to be approved. The proposal has been divisive amongst players. The NFLPA Executive Committee voted 6-5 to five against recommending the new CBA, while players' reps voted 17-14 to 14 with one abstination in favour of sending it to the union as a whole. So players like Aaron Rodgers, Richard Sherman and Russell Wilson have spoken out against the proposal. Um, all three citing safety issues with the proposed addition of a 17th regular season game. Uh, owners have already voted in favour of the agreement, obviously, yeah. which gives the league an option of a 17th regular season game at the expense of one pre-season game and the addition of two more wildcard round matchups, one for each conference. The extra games are expected to be a large part of the NFL's pitch in negotiating new bro- broadcast rights deals with TV networks and streaming partners. Uh, it's reported that the NFLPA is expected to take the full week to make the decision. Ratification is considered unlikely until at least the late next week. And if it does get approved, the deal runs through until March 2031. So it's a 10-year deal. But they are talking about adding that 17th game that everyone yep. has talked about. Losing a, a meaningless preseason game and adding in these extra two wildcard games. Players aren't happy because obviously... They Their contracts have worked over game. 16 games. Yeah. Um, so this 17th, they're not really getting the proper amount of contract. No, the only players who are going to benefit pay, in, in, the only players who are going to benefit immediately are the guys signing new contracts in the rookies. Yeah. Um, now the CBA, for anyone who doesn't know, the CBA goes back quite a few years. Um, so go back to the days when there was NFL players going on strike, and that legit did happen. Did happen, yeah. Um, and also the days when you had players like Sam Bradford coming out of the draft immediately and being completely unproven, sitting for a long time and being one of the highest paid players in the NFL. Yeah. We used to have players coming out first, second overall and being guaranteed $80 million over five years. Jamarcus never throw Russell, it? Jamarcus Russell being the, uh, yeah, being the king of He ruined of it for ones. everyone. He ruined Jamarcus. it for everyone. <laughs> so then it became... There was an agreement that was put in place to ensure that there's never what they call a labour strike. Basically, that um, the NFL um, can't renege on any deals with the players. Mm-hmm. Um, that the players can't renege on a deal with the NFL. Although Le'Veon Bell's had a lot to say on that in recent years. Recent years, <laughs> so is Melvin Gordon. Um, so that's the agreement that they're putting in now. The agreement, the current agreement, ends at the end of next season. So what they're doing is agreeing the new deal early. Um, but not everyone's happy with that deal. That's the issue. Well, no. That's the major issue that we have. And the sticking point seems to be the 17th game. Now, Well, yeah, because the wild, extra two wildcard games, that only affects four teams. That's a great idea. I love that idea. I really Why? Do. I just, because... But the format works. Okay, you're not in the same conference as the Chiefs. The format <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't. I'm a big fan of that. Hey, Do you know what? This was a, a rat's hair away from getting into playoffs this year. I think that there should be nine teams from each, each conference going into the division. Oh, yeah. That's that's the way I look at it. Do you know what? The more chance the Broncos have got of playing playoff football, I'm, happy. I'm down with that. I really don't mind. It just becomes meaningless then. Well, yeah. You're diluting the... The quality of the wildcard. Yeah, I'm diluting the quality of the NFL by watching the Broncos a lot of the time. <laughs> no, I, I, you said that, not me. Yeah. I mean, tongue, a lot of it is tongue-in-cheek. I, I'm happy that there are um, there are more teams going into the playoffs. Now, the reason... If there's a lot of teams who are not necessarily the greatest, but 
bloody hell fun to watch. Look at the Titans last year. The Titans were unlikely to watch, to go into the Super Bowl because I just don't think they were good enough all over the field. But they were a wild card team who... I mean, they were really, really interesting to watch and they beat the Patriots. Yep. So it's not as... And we've seen before wildcard teams do well. They're unlikely to ever win the Super Bowl and adding two more is not going to change that. It just gives it gives more wildcards, more teams who are going to go out and just go, do you know what, screw it. Let's just play for everything. It will make games more exciting and we're constantly seeing the best games in the playoffs being performed by those teams who are in the playoff round. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I'm kind of all for it and we get to see a little bit more football, which... I'm not against. But it's the 17th regular season week. That's the issue. Mm. And how do you make that 17th game fair? Because if you're the Steelers, and you're, it's coming down to the very last game, and it's between you and the Browns. Now, the Browns are playing against the Bengals, and you're playing against the Ravens. How's that fair? You see what I'm <laughs> saying? That's, but that's something... Depends it, on the year. <laughs> you, next year. <laughs> so that's one thing that kind of concerns me a little bit of... If it comes down to that 17th game... and No, you're still playing is, your rivals twice. You are. You're not playing extra rival game. Well, maybe. I mean, the thing is... All right, say if... You couldn't. Okay, say if, the Steelers, say if the Steelers' final game is against someone who's really, really good. I don't know. Say it's against the Chiefs. Yeah. And then the Browns are playing someone who's bad. The Raiders. Now, <laughs> now let's say if that's, that's the matchup immediately and you miss out on the playoffs because of that 17th game. Mate, that's how it works. It's That's not the schedule. at the moment. It's not how it works. But it is. That's the point. It's not. No. In the, say at the end of the sixteenth game, yeah. when everything's all level and fair, and as you say, it works. All of a sudden, you add on the seventeenth game, and you miss out because of that seventeenth game. That's like saying I have fifteen games because at the sixteenth game I lost the last <sighs> game and went. No, out. because the format as it is at the moment is fair. How do you what if, if you got? Two, it's a strength of schedule. It's who you're up against on that particular two, year. Two extra games where you can play sort of teams that are balancing each other and you can both have one strength of schedule that's easy, one that's hard. At that point, I think it becomes a little bit more fair. Adding just that one extra game. And also, is that game home or is it away? And alternating year by year, again, is that particularly fair? I, there's just too many questions on it and I'm not entirely sure how it works at the moment. I'm not sure if it'll work. That I mean, it's, I'm not entirely sold on it, that's the thing. There has to be elements of the 17th game that you're not quite happy about, surely. Well, I don't really mind. (laughs) Uh, Decisive cutting edge opinion there. No, it's a chance to see another regular season week of football. We all know that pre-season is ridiculous. We all know that often week 17, the 16th game, week 17, 16th game. Is the useless game. Is the useless game as well. So are you extending it to add one more useless game on there, really? Well, no, no, because then the 16th game is no longer useless, is it? Is if you're in the Patriots <laughs> division. Normally, from about week twelve. I was just onwards, actually, when you talked useless. about the strength of schedule, I was looking back at the Patriots' bloody schedule for last year. I'm telling you, mate, it does make a difference. But uh, I don't. Well, look, you know, it does put the players under more pressure. It does open them up to more injury worries. There is going to be an, they're going to be worried about. There is going to be an extra um, bye week, though, isn't there? Because depending on who you listen to, that's the thing I've not, I'm not actually been too sure on. Yeah, um, maybe there's a second boy week. Yeah, so that I mean, there was um, one of the part uh, the pass rusher from the Chiefs. I can't remember what his name is now. He was on um, the herd. Frank Clark. No, the other one. He was on the herd, and he was basically saying that. Bassman? No, he was basically stop guessing names. <laughs> just saying random names. 
And he was basically saying that the one thing that everyone wants, and if you must have, if you're extending the playoffs and you're putting in a 17th game, you must have an extra um, bye week. And it wasn't entirely clear whether that bye week is being promised or whether it's part of a bargaining agreement. Especially if you're doing the bye week in week four still, which is ridiculous. Doing a 16-game season. Yeah. We'll wait and see what happens. Obviously, by the time we do the next pod... Um, that will either have been agreed or everyone's on strike and we won't be able to do a season yeah. next year. So, uh, Just looking ahead then, Dave. Um, like I said, by the 18th of March is when franchise tagging is complete and free agency is open. So, hoping to get another pod out around the 20th, 21st. So Friday, Saturday, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Uh, gives us a chance to, you know, just watch what, what falls out of this, uh, this free agency market because... It's like you said, it's going to be a domino effect. Yeah. Once, it's going to go crazy. Yeah, once, anytime, pretty soon, something's going to happen where your phone's going to ping and you're going to see a piece of news and it's not going to stop after that because it's going to be it's just yeah. a domino effect. There's going to be deals done afterwards. And, after, and it's again, as soon as you start hearing about stuff, a lot of deals may already be done and we just don't know about them yet. Mm. I mean, if you look at the Steelers, for example, I've heard nothing on the Steelers so far this season. No, because <laughs> there are certain teams you don't hear anything about. You no. just don't. You don't hear anything on the Broncos until it's done. Yeah. Whereas other teams, like the Browns, we pretty much know what's happening with the Browns because there's so many leagues. It's the same all the time. It's every single season. It's the same thing. They post their ideas in their Facebook group, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's a poll. We're thinking of signing this player now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I it it doesn't shock me that I've not heard anything much about the Steelers, but a lot of teams are and do conduct. Don't worry about in, the Steelers, mate. Oh, <laughs> I have no worries about the Steelers. Don't worry about <laughs> me neither. No interest in worrying. About <laughs> uh, yeah. So until that time, you can always get in touch with us at Jim and the King on Twitter or at Denver Dave Thirty. Yeah, I'm able to back up Twitter running. again. Yeah. <laughs> been absent without leave for quite some time you have but you're back up and kicking there on the, on Twitter so please get hold of Denver Dave uh, just to get his you know thoughts on what's going on or as the free agency moves on throw some abuse I don't mind <laughs> he loves it really um, so yeah check us out on Twitter at JimnyKing.com uh, make sure you're telling everyone about the podcast and going to JimnyKing.com that's JimnyKing.com to uh, check out all of our streams that's like you're supposed to repeat the uh the title, Dave. That's fine. That's okay. professional, right? Oh, so the only, <laughs> that's the only thing about this that's professional. Yeah, I've got going professional at the end. Uh, so yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast, guys, and uh, thanks very much for sticking with it until now. Thank you for putting up with my cold and uh, barely I don't know how bad this sounds going to be. We're in a new room today as well, so maybe some echo. I don't know what. Yeah, the sound my new like. my new recording studio, that's aka the is. dining room. <laughs> Get some egg boxes on these walls, man. <laughs> But, but, um, um, yeah, no, yeah. if you send us stuff on Twitter, it gives us more things, more discussion points. So the likelihood is if you do contact us, it gives us a direction to actually go in because it's, it's about knowing what people are interested in as much as anything. Yeah, so, we yeah, make a guess. It, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is flyover pants and nonsense. I mean, I know you're not going to believe that with the <laughs> fantastic structure of the show that we've got, but yep. it does happen. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, guys, I've been Jim. That's been Denver David. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.